0: Attention listeners, this week we will be talking about spoilers for Bioshock Infinite. Now, because I am so staunchly anti-spoiler, I'll make it very clearly marked where the spoilers are going to start, where they can end. So, if you haven't played Bioshock Infinite, don't be poor from listening to the podcast, just listen to when I tell you to skip forward. I'll give you um, quite a large time frame after the spoiler talk where you won't miss any content from the podcast um so just listen out for when i tell you to skip forward and just skip forward to that time and you can listen to the whole rest of the podcast and not have bioshock giving it spoiled for you enjoy
1: Welcome to the Game Central Loafs podcast. Bloody hell, we're only doing number nine. Wait. And what does number nine rhyme with? It rhymes with fine. Now I'm not the best poet laureate, but I think you will agree with me when I say it rhymes with fine. And that's exactly what you can expect from today's podcast. When someone asks you what this week's podcast is like, you can simply reply, oh it's fine. Which I think is a wonderful advertisement for this podcast and it's all around information it is fine and that's what you can expect today so how are you feeling guys <laughs> fine <laughs> fine yeah, What about you guys fine, yeah, Fine's fine. Quite a good word because you could say it about pretty much anything how's your son after he got hit by a car nice oh, fine <laughs> how's how's aunt in Ooh. hospital how oh, is fine how did work go today fine How do you feel today? Fine. Fine is a word we can use a lot. Fine. On to the next bit. (laughs) But people will notice that we don't cover a lot of PC hardware here on Game Central Live's podcast. So today I am making amends with what is good at the moment I could put in my rig. Right. Here we go. (laughs) Please do not buy the Chief Tech. It's a hunk of junk. It's a two rail PSU with 18A rated each rail. My C-Sonic 520W has two rails with 20A each. It won't be very good for your build. Go with the 620W C-Sonic. It has more than enough power for your system and is one of the best PSUs you can get. It's built with excellent quality parts and quality control. Also, has just about every available form of overpower, over-current protection able to be put into a PSU. Those are not my words, those are the words of a random person on a random internet forum. <laughs> but I'm sure you will agree that those words were simply marvellous, and I for one will be certain to take that advice on board should I ever to make my own PC. So there you go, people. Gareth, I know you've just basically made your own PC
0: recently. Did that help? <laughs> what? What's going on? <laughs> I did i misread little... <laughs> did i misread the show It like bread
1: no no you didn't i just thought i'd add that bit in there because we don't cover pc hardware enough
0: uh i think that that's probably fine
1: yeah that's fine guy <laughs> you happy with that
0: yeah that is all Right, last week Guy took
1: it upon himself to proclaim that today's podcast oh. would have the theme of South Park, and everything <laughs> oh. we'll say would be South Park related and involve puns and funny anecdotes from his time playing the new South Park game. That's a great theme, Guy, and I'm sure I, Gareth, and anyone, everyone listening to the Game Central podcast today is looking forward to it. Oh yeah! But before we get on, I'd like to introduce you to the other two men in my life who make this podcast work as it would be pretty much impossible to do on my own. No one hates Guy as much as he hates himself. But coming (laughs) a close second is Royal Mail Post Office Service. And no wonder. Whenever an employee of Her Majesty's Postal Service posts an item through his letterbox, Guy can be found crouched, gotham like on the other side of the store clothed in nothing but a pair of size seven to eight boys speedos with his scrotum pulled out of the side and resting on his inner fire he would then make noises such as yeah that's it put it in Ah, oh, yeah that's a big package you have for me will it fit in yeah keep pushing it through push it through i've clasped it i'm pulling it in keep pushing it Ah, oh, oh yeah that's it i have it is it any real wonder that the postmen, women, refuse to post to his address anymore? He then has the audacity to complain. <laughs> well, Guy, if you had the ability to self-reflect, you may realise that you are going wrong because Royal Mail have taken a dislike. To- They must have seen this in the perfect opportunity to get you back. They must have been listening to last week's podcast when you proclaimed that you didn't compare, if you didn't complete South Park the Stick of Truth by today, you would eat your own testicles. So I'll just say that that is karma. That is Guy Whitlock.
0: Good evening. Wait, so not only is he the scrotal sack dribbler from like episode two, but he's also this weird Gollum royal male Facebook creature. Well, basically, people don't want to
1: post to his address. And I think <laughs> his last little aunt here probably broke the camel's back. And I think there's a straw kind of pun there as well that people use. Though it was the straw that broke the camel's back. You put enough straws on the back of a camel, guy, sooner or later it's going to break. Speaking <laughs> of testicles... <laughs> the camel is going to break. Yeah, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of the testicles, when on a school break in my younger days. I found myself on a lovely beach in Sheerness based on the tropical paradise that is the Isle of Sheppey. Throughout my life, I have always tried to take shortcuts, such as making tea whilst also cooking toast, having a poo whilst in the bath, and this gave was no so different. <laughs> Trying to climb over a fence, rather than go down in the long winding staircase, my testicles were splayed either side of the fence panel. Suddenly I fell to my left, and crushed my left testicle between said fence and my leg, Since then, my left testicle has been my weakness. If I was a boss character in a game, my left testicle would be flashing red as my weak point, and the player could continually shoot arrows into it from a distance, and then when I finally lurched forward helpless in an incapacitated manner, they would move in and hit me with a few hard sword strikes before I inevitably rose up, bearing my exposed weak testicle once again. This would go on for a few times before I'd finally fall down and my testicle would explode. My name is Rob, and that testicle belongs to me. Wow. Very weak testicle, guys. And, you know, <laughs> some people in my life, only a chosen few, a handful of people in my life, some of them important, have been privy to disinformation of my weakness. You literally just have to slap it a little bit, and it feels <laughs> as though I've been booted in there. I went to the dots when I was younger because I said, I was about 12 at this time, and I said, well... One of my balls doesn't seem to be coming down. I think it's because I injured it when I was in Sheerness. And the dot said to me, don't worry, all balls kind of drop at different rates. I mean, you only have two. It's not like you have five just kind of all (laughs) dropping at different rates. But one will be higher than the other. But on a hot day, when I look down or in the mirror, one is noticeably further to the floor than the other. (laughs) Finally, there is Gareth. A man so masculine and manly, he doesn't even need testicles. So at a young age, whilst listening to Johnny Cash's final hit, Hurt, itself being a beautiful rendition of the original from Nine Inch Nails' Trent Reznor, he slowly tore his scrotum from his groin, using nothing but a pair of pliers and a Stanley blade, held it in his hands, laughed and threw it out the window. He makes women pregnant purely from osmosis. His pheromones and neanderthal tendencies naturally setting off the birthing process and fertilising their eggs. Can I say that's true, Gareth? Would you like to confirm that? Uh, Well, I won't deny it. How's that? That is good, because not denying it also creates some form of tension and people will be talking to you. And there's no such thing as bad news because people are still talking about you. (laughs) So we have a great show for you today, most of it concerning the world of video games. You just have to decipher it amongst the nonsense. We have gaming news. We even have our own retro game of the week. But most of all, we have an exclusive review of South Park The Stick of Truth (laughs) from Guy Whitlock that you will not hear anywhere else. Also, we have our regular features as usual. That's what is meant by the term regular. After all, I shouldn't have to explain it. On to the news! Titanfall, guys, has been getting great review scores. Oh, yeah. Let's take it back to the simplicity. That's what it's all about.
2: <laughs>
1: you guys can speak now. I know I've gone on for about <laughs> 10 minutes in my little world, and you're probably thinking, is this like some kind of private Skype chat where there's a weirdo talking to us and we're supposed to get off on it? But Titanfall has been getting some brilliant reviews and also a little game called South Park, the Stick of Truth. Oh. <sighs> I'll get that myself, but... I was, you know, I was in game and I thought, you know what, I might as well try it a little bit and I took a little cheeky photo with it. Uh, <laughs> cheeky. Nice. It. it was cheeky, wasn't it? Well, that wasn't it.
0: actually you, was it?
1: No, that actually was.
0: And oh, if you look... What? Of course it was! No, the thing was,
1: Guy, I'd just finished um, defecating <laughs> and I like to do it uh, naked. And if cool. you actually look at the picture closely, you'll notice that you can see the toilet seat uh, indent <laughs> in my leg. And that's basically what I said to my girlfriend. I got out of the toilet. I said I'm ready to play South Partner. I picked it up and I thought, oh, the iPad's on the bed. I've got the game in my hand. I'm just to at my mum just to take a picture. To be honest, I've asked her to do worse. So it's not like she went to me, oh, God, don't do that. That's weird. She literally just went, okay, pass me the iPad. Like it was to a small little child who doesn't know any better and you've just got to go along with it. But anyway, enough talk about my... The Sorry. worst thing is, while we're,
3: we're on the subject of this, the worst thing is, uh, someone just bumped it up to the top of the page and there is actually an indent from the toilet seat. Yeah. It's
1: something <laughs> oh, like you had save saved onto your desktop, was it, by, And then you only had to just look <laughs> really? at it Really?
3: Yeah, all, all I had to do was minimise my uh, window, to be honest, and it was there. Uh...
1: I bet it's on your home screen. I bet it's you, hot hot paper. you put a little heart on my bum I with "I yeah. love guy on it, yeah. which would be quite nice. Is... I find that quite a compliment. Thank you.
3: You are the worst kind of person.
1: I am, but there's a person worse than me. No, there isn't. There is. Adolf Hitler. Well, do oh, He yeah. only had one testicle, which is something you'll have in common with him after this show. <laughs> and he also liked dogs as well.
3: All right. All right. All
1: right. Right, so Titanfall. <laughs> Great review scores. I'm really happy about this, but I think that was one of those games that we kind of always knew what we were going to get with it. We knew it was going to be good. We knew the gameplay was tight. We knew it was going to be getting 9 out of 10.
0: Uh, none of us are surprised by this, are we? No, not really. No, no. I'm a bit surprised to see um, no perfect scores for it yet. Yeah. Um, I was expecting it to be that kind of game, but it seems like they sort of just didn't add enough features from the well, release that's the rate.
1: thing. People were saying there's not many guns, there's not many this, there's not many that. But when you look at what I hold up as the pinnacle... Of Call of Duty, which was Call of Duty 4, it was very minimalistic. Like mm-hmm. the guns you could choose, you know. And let's be honest, when I play online gaming, I don't know about guys big into it, but I only really use one or two weapons um, at most, and I upgrade them as much as they can. Uh, get all the red dot sights, all the silences, and whatnot. Um, so I think having less choice is actually a lot better, and you're not going around with. Teenagers who have got like a cloaking device with a radar on their gun and a microwave and a pizza maker and it's just you against me, me against you, whatever, whatever, what the fuck you gonna do? Do you know what I mean? That's a little rap that I've done and that's in the um,
0: (laughs) actual back of the box of Titanfall. Well, but Call of Duty 4 also had one of the best single player experiences of recent years and still had like tons of perks and stuff like that that Townfall just doesn't measure up with. Well, that's
1: that's the thing, isn't it? It's like t- developers are seeing now that there is a genuine market for online-only uh, first-person shooters, and they make no apologies of it not including a single player. Mm. And you know, no no one said you know there's no single player or moaned if you're selling it purely as a multiplayer game. That's fine. You're not s- attaching some total crap single-player mode to it because if there was a single-player mode. I'd be more inclined to buy it, and if it turned out shit, I'd be more annoyed. Mm. Um, but because it's being sold as a multiplayer game primarily, I think they're going to reach their target audience. So I probably won't buy it because, like I say, I don't really have the time to be playing uh, online anymore. But you know, if you do, if you're creating a single-player campaign, that just takes away time that you could be using in the multiplayer.
0: True. What about you, guy, as the resident Call of Duty pro?
3: Yeah. Or on, elite as you call yourself. Well, I don't mean to brag. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm not really that. I don't know. I might when I finally get a graphics card for my PC, I'll probably get time for. <coughs> and the reviews are pretty much what they all just say: "Call of Duty with robots." So. Sort well, yeah, but what I, I think was expecting. Call of Duty. They should
1: have said. Well. Because I don't yeah. think it's gonna have anything to do with like the new school. Let's just get away from the new school. No one likes new school. Okay. No. You okay. you guys that have come along lately. All right. You know you, know you. <coughs> yeah. Come along. Or Black Ops is better than uh Call of Duty 4. Or Oblivion's better than Skyrim. You guys don't know what <laughs> so, <Master> oh. Robo. <coughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, anyone that's going to be interested in it. Me personally, I'm not very interested in it because it's multiplayer only. Um, and like I said, I'm not really big on multiplayer at the moment. I swear, but, um, not, that, I
3: swear not many podcasts ago you were saying you were hoping it was going to reignite your love for online gaming. And you ranted about it for hours about how, yeah. it was gonna, how you had high hopes that it would make you fall in love with online gaming again. And it would be amazing.
1: I, that That is exactly what I said, Guy, and I still stick to that. I hope that a few months down the line I will stumble onto it. But, you know, I say that, but I do want my love to be rekindled. I want to play it and then have no choice but to make time for it. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying is, I hope that as soon as I start playing it, I'm not thinking in the back of my head, oh my God, am I going to have time to play this? Oh, I've got to do this, or I've got to do that, or this is going to be so long to upgrade. When you're enjoying a game, you shouldn't think that. You know, if I'm playing Titanfall and all those worries are out of my mind because I'm having such a good time and I can't wait to unlock the next Titan or the next ability, then that's what I mean by I hope that it will bring back my love of first-person shooters. And I probably won't get it in the first few weeks. I'll probably get it a year down the line when everyone's top level and I'll just go around the battlefield crying like that man (laughs) in um, Saving Private Ryan who's lost his arm and he's walking along the beach all confused. That's like me when I get on a first-person shooter. Okay. Tragic. Well, no. that is tragic. <laughs> but yeah, guy, are you going to be getting it? Are you going to be getting it for your PC?
3: Ah, uh, I might Just do. Get it for your
1: PC now. Don't even worry about. No, your- you, you get it for your Xbox One now. I will. I'll get okay. it sooner or later. But
3: um, be sure to put it in your ass and take a photo when you do.
1: Thank you. That could be my thing from now on, isn't it? Please <laughs> well, don't make that right. your thing from now <laughs> That could, be, that could be the thing. And it could be on all advertising boards. What? <laughs> what advertising? Are you just going to go around and put it up yourself in the middle of the night? It's not, I don't know if you noticed, Gaia, but I don't know if you know about the human anatomy. And I was supposed to explain this to Daryl as well, that it in, in no point entered my sphincter.
2: <laughs> now,
1: for one, the dynamics of it just don't work. Even if I stretched it on a daily basis using a butt plug. It still wouldn't go in. I was merely clenching it with my butt cheeks. And I think, if anything, that's rather impressive.
0: It's the voice yeah. of experience right there as well.
1: It is. Because, you know, people yeah. can't think about the power of their bum. I could easily kill a small animal with it just <laughs> by clenching around its neck with my bum cheeks. Okay?
2: Excellent.
1: Okay. Right. So talking about bum cheeks and arse, Microsoft are promising to make Games for Gold better but it's a fundamentally different service from PlayStation Plus, Guy? What do we think about this? Because you're always going, "Oh, I've just downloaded Bioshock Infinite." Oh, I've just downloaded Tomb Raider. Oh, I've just downloaded. I haven't Metal
3: downloaded Tomb Raider. Uh, no, no, this Tomb is just yet? saying,
1: like, just for right. example, while oh, I'm playing, okay. sitting there playing a ten-year-old game, uh, yeah, while good, Which you are, doesn't wet my yeah. gash. <laughs> So, Guy, what do you think Microsoft needs to be doing right now to make Xbox owners feel that they're on a par with um, PlayStation putting, Plus?
3: Stop putting old games on.
1: Excellent, brilliant, like... and that is advice from Guy Whitlock, not just anyone. So, Microsoft, if you're listening, well, it doesn't take genius, games. does it? <laughs> well, like, it they're, 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 they released it and they just started bringing out
3: like games that every Xbox 360 owner has already got. No, like, not the most... has
1: already got. We had them five years
3: ago when they originally came out. Yeah, exactly. I do actually feel jealous
1: of PlayStation Plus, as they do get games that are a lot better than ours. Metal Gear Rising, Uncharted, Tomb Raider, Bioshock Infinite. I did enjoy it twice.
3: Someone was making the argument on the page uh, not too long ago, saying that the difference is, at least with um, Games for Gold, you've got the games permanently. PlayStation Plus, you haven't permanently got them if you stop your subscription. Oh, wow. I've got Halo 3 permanently. at the same time, when... (laughs) PS Plus is the same price as Xbox. I don't understand how that's even an argument. It's not an argument. Like, got got make it, make
2: like,
3: <laughs> PS subject. Plus is like games that are like two months, two, three months old. Yeah. Like every month for like at the maximum £5.49 a month, which is what I pay.
1: I did enjoy so. toy Soldiers, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the unloved ginger step kid in a family <laughs> and the biological child gets better things than me. It's not fair. I demand <laughs> change. I wanna play games that are better than Playstation Plus. I wanna play games that are still in development and are filled with bugs. <laughs> Actually will pay money for the privilege. Oh wait, the PC already does this, Gareth. <laughs> That's not what I was gonna say.
0: What was I you was gonna thinking? say? What I was gonna say is you feel like the sort of the red headed ginger step kid while the well, other You can't be red headed and ginger. Okay, well you know what I mean. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well you're watching the other kid. Get all the better toys. But the reason yeah. that kid's getting all the better toys is because he's mentally handicapped. Whoa! That's whoa, what I'm saying. What? <laughs> because the reason they get free games on PS Plus every month was because PlayStation weren't selling any PS Plus subscriptions and they went, fuck, we're desperate. What can we do? Let's just give them a fuck ton of free games. Maybe yeah. that'll get people to sign up. Yeah, yeah, I, but don't when I don't stop.
1: understand got got the subscribers. what subscribers. Yeah, What? They've got the subscribers now, Gareth. They How do they now? Have
0: oh, we're going to have to just turn this off quickly. Well, they have the subscribers point. now, that's what I'm saying. And you can't take that uh, service away now after all this time. So, that's what
3: I'm saying. So what do they do? If anything, it's like the the sort of handicapped kid that's overcome his handicapped and now everyone loves him for being such a hero and inspiration and now just gets everything
0: no it's like the handicapped no. kid he got tons of toys and now he's got loads of friends who mooch off him because of his free toys that they get to play with instead right. of using Boom.
1: such a um offensive analogy uh, <laughs> maybe you could have just likened it to the ugly darkening uh tale which would have been great everyone used to take the mick out of him but then he grew beautiful and everyone liked him and he was quite a shallow duck as
0: well, to be honest.
1: Because well, it's he not turned computer, into a swan. Though.
0: Feature-wise, like, it's still a lot. Le- it's still lacking compared to uh, Xbox Live. Free games, right? Make yeah. a party with uh, four people and play a game together. It's impossible on PlayStation.
1: Yeah, I well, suppose after all this time, is that still impossible? Uh, yeah,
3: it is on PS3. Yeah,
2: I don't well, know about that's PS4.
3: It is, but that doesn't affect people that don't have any friends like myself, so Yay.
0: There you go. Yeah. You're, oh, you're a handicapped child. Well done.
3: <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're such a dick.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Well I can't snap
1: back at Guy because it's Guy Whitlock week. And well, I wasn't I even talking to a... you, I was
3: talking to Gareth. <laughs> no, because you At least said at you least you you're guess. funny. At least you're funny with your offensiveness. He's just like you're Thank a dick.
0: You, <laughs> you just happy. called me a dick. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs>
1: I don't know if he's talking to him about himself in the third person because he's so arrogant.
3: No anymore.
1: Right, so, guys, I've actually lost the running order slip and I can't actually download it. So, uh, Guy, you're pretty good at this. Uh, what's up next?
3: I'll tell you in five seconds. All right.
2: Oh,
1: dear. Okay,
3: well, at least I haven't
1: bloody lost it. Oh, my God. I could probably memorise it quicker than... Or go back to my workplace, print it out again, and then come
0: back. It's not my fault my computer's slow. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> Sam Raimi's making The Last of Us movie.
1: Oh, it's good that you should mention that, Gareth, before Guy, who had to boot up his... It's literally uh, just
0: loaded. It's a <laughs> second line
1: connection from AOL. <laughs> uh, so, Gareth, what do you think about this? A Sam Raimi film of The Last of Us... He's, he's mainly into horror, yeah, fair enough. But will he be able to get the subtleties of The Last of Us and put it onto the big screen?
0: Well, the important thing um, to remember is that he's not actually like writing it. The person who's writing it, uh, Neil Druckmann, is actually the creative director of The Last of Us. Like Like He's the one who was behind the making of that game and now he's behind the film as well. So He's behind a lot of things, isn't he? But he's a talented guy. Uh, so it's the people who are doing the film are the people at Naughty Dog. They're going to be overseeing the entire project, along with Sam Raimi, who is pretty awesome. Like he made Spider Man. He made. He made the Evil Dead. Exactly. So, what's your favorite Sam Raimi film, guy?
1: And he didn't make Breakback Mount. Mountain. Before you say that.
3: <sighs> well, the effectiveness of your joke was destroyed there by the fact that you forgot the name of the film, but. Yeah, well, I'll just, I'll just no, get I, know, I really. can't even think of any Sam Raimi films off the top of my head. So.
0: Spider-Man Two is the right answer to that question. No,
3: it isn't because if he made that Spider-Man film, then he should be shot.
1: Well, wow. another what? guy, a guy, um, a controversial opinion there. Everyone the out best there, Spider-Man trilogy. So that, that
3: Spider-Man trilogy was crap.
0: Everyone out there who agrees with Guy about Oblivion being better than Skyrim. Kill this yourself. is the person you're agreeing with. The person yeah. who thinks Spider-Man Two is shit. I suppose you prefer Spider-Man 3. I think
3: Spider-Man 3 is an abomination. Okay, so it's worse than Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 1 wasn't
1: particularly good. But if you had to?
3: Can't I say The Amazing Spider-Man?
1: No, you can't.
3: No. Well, 2 is probably the least crap out of all the 3 of them.
1: Oh, fucking hell. That's what I'm saying. You just go about it in a a roundabout way that takes 10 minutes. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, so that's, that's brilliant. Now Gaia doesn't have many friends, that's for sure, but the one person who he can count on being around in his time of need is Nintendo Shiguro Miyamoto. And on a daily basis, Gaia and Shiguro like to talk and stay in touch via SMS text messaging service. If you were to look at Gaia's phone right now, you wouldn't be able to read the messages as they are all strictly in Japanese. But luckily, Guy is fluent in this ancient language, and we should feel blessed that every week he lets us into some inside Nintendo information unavailable anywhere else. Last week, we found out exclusively that the new Batman game will not be appearing on Wii U, and that can only make us wonder what Guy has in store for us this week. <laughs> Take it away, Guy.
3: Well, I'd like to point out a couple of uh, inconsistencies with your facts. We don't, we don't speak in Japanese. Uh, well, we actually speak in English. Um, well, that's and this week, amazing, this week he did. This week he did text me in Japanese, and um, oh I don't really know what he said, to be honest. So, didn't he, you all but,
1: find a Japanese person to ask you, or put it into Google
3: uh, Translate? No, nope, I, I didn't use Google Translate. No. Oh, well, he did no, send me another one of his uh, advertising messages that are just sent out to everyone on his uh, contact list. A
1: bit, a bit awkward. Hey, but yeah. If you'd just like to read that out, guy.
3: Um, it says, Pokemon Link Battle will be available this week on the 3DS eShop for some wow. 19. Actually, no, no, that's. I don't know why I just said that. Of all the oh. things I could have said, Yoshi's New Island comes out this week on the wow. uh, format on eShop, which is actually quite a big 3DS game, apparently.
1: Well, I can imagine.
3: I mean, I never uh, played. Surprise, before. surprise, I didn't actually play the original Yoshi's Island, like, ever. Um, so. I'm uh, um, Gareth.
0: Uh, not much, but enough.
3: Well, <laughs> uh, the second one's coming out, so I don't get too excited.
0: Why? A sequel's a good thing,
3: is it? <laughs> well, oh, if you didn't play it very much, it doesn't sound very good.
0: Yeah, I didn't play it much because I was like nine, and I was at nine? someone's house.
3: Oh well. Wow.
0: You can't just say, right, I'm going to stay here
1: and play your console <laughs> for like all the time. Go to bed, and then his mum comes in. Gareth, I, th- I think it's time you go home now. Charlie needs to go to bed. Fuck off! I'm playing Yo island, you bitch! And he's got like a beard at this age. He's got long hair. And he and she goes, oh, oh he's being awful to me. Why is your this child into our house? And then you didn't leave until you completed it. Excellent. I, wish. I was never invited around my friend's house at school. <laughs> I just wasn't allowed, which was quite rude. But is that the only news that he's given you this week, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really think he's seen someone else to be honest. He is. Because he is. he's just fobbing you off with
3: with Japanese text I don't understand and, and things, we just... things
1: we things could, could find Google. on the internet. Yeah. Side. Yeah, exactly. You really need to get onto him, Guy, because this kind of mutual uh, partnership, friends with benefits kind of thing, isn't working. <laughs> right. And right. if he wants to stay with you whilst he's over in England and use you as free accommodation, then the least he can do is throw you a bone in return. Yeah,
3: that is the case, but we'll see. He's
1: a stubborn right. man.
3: That's Shigo Miyamoto.
1: He is a stubborn man. But he's a very small and
0: delicate man as well, isn't he? Oh, yeah, you look like you break like a twig.
1: Yeah.
0: But there you go.
3: Bless him. Are you suggesting I should threaten him with physical violence?
1: Rape. (laughs) (laughs) He would hate that. (laughs) Just try it. Just text him that. Just
0: text him the word (laughs) rape. Yeah, just rape. (laughs) One of the greatest creative minds of our time, and you just text him the word (laughs) rape. Yeah.
1: (laughs)
2: Ripper.
0: <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Gareth here uh, from the podcast you're listening to right now. As I'm sure you know. Uh, this week's song is from a game that was specifically pointed out by pretty much everyone who played it as having a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, one of the best soundtracks I can recall off the top of my head. Not just because of the content, uh, but because of the theme. Uh, The game is Hotline Miami and it's based sort of around the 70s, 80s sort of drug scene. And the music really helps sell that in a really powerful way. That a lot of games uh, don't really even try to do. So I think Hotline Miami is a great example. Of how music can really impact a game in more ways than just how it sounds but also how it feels. So this is from Hotline Miami, it's from an artist called Moon and this is called Hydrogen. <laughs>
1: have a winner of what's on the back of the box that Rob is reading from a game box. Listen, can you guess what the game is that Rob is reading off from the back of the box? <laughs> then tell me. Well, we have a winner from last week, and his name is Don Goss, younger brother of Luke and Matt Goss from the 90s boy band Bros. <laughs> when will I, will I be famous? Well, Bros, I just can't answer that. But what I can answer is that Don won last week, being the first to guess that it was indeed Muscular Dude Love, Gears of War 2. Now, I know, Guy, that's one of your favourite games and a game that you've held close to your heart from a number of years. It is. I think Gears of War, I think Gears of War, everyone's got a little soft spot for Gears. You know, we can say that it's shallow, it's all this, it's America, it's hurrah, yeah, let's go. But at the end of the day... What's not to like about it? And I used to get really excited when Gears of War came out. And when Gears of War comes out on the Xbox One, you can bet that I'll be first in line if I'm not at work. <laughs> right. So this, this time, here we go. What is on the back of the box Rob is reading? It's a game, but can you tell what it is? Just by him reading the back of it. <clears throat> An all-new fighting game for the creators of the Guilty Gear series. There we go, so get your... Uh, <laughs> is that, that is it, that's generally, genuinely what's on the back I, of the box. I think I might know what it is, even just from... Just from that. Well, that, yeah. that makes you a better man than I, because I don't even know what it is. <laughs> um, so obviously, give me some messages in my Facebook inbox. I don't have many friends, and the friends that I do have, I push away because I don't let anyone get too close. So if you just send me a message <laughs> about what game you think that is, you could be in line to win something pretty bloody huge. Again, I sent off to da- Don Goss, um, who should probably tomorrow be on his way to the BAFTA pre-award game visionary, whatever it's called, down at Tobacco Dock in London. Mm-hmm. He did invite me, but unfortunately I have to work. Um, wow. That would have been quite good. And quite frankly, I worry about someone who would listen to the way I speak on this podcast and then uh, invite me along uh, to spend time with them and don i thank you for your invitation uh, and i hope you have a great day tomorrow and hopefully we can have you on the podcast next week and you can talk to us about tobacco
0: dock yeah that that would be uh fine yes this is your bioshock infinite spoiler warning skip to about 58 minutes if you don't want to hear any spoilers for the game at all again by 58 minutes the spoiler talk is completely over
1: week thinking hang on a minute i was promised a bioshock infinite ending discussion then you would have been disappointed but you won't be this week because guy whitlock has actually finished the game absolutely amazing guy congratulations how did it feel uh it was kind of
3: annoying because that bit i was stuck on was the very very last bit of combat in the entire game so i could have completed it about a week earlier
1: now, people that just heard me say that would have heard Gareth slapping his penis up against <laughs> the song, which is a sign of respect that Gareth gives to any man who's completed a game. So, Gareth, would you just like to do that one more time so people can get familiar with the sound? And there you go, Guy. That is the greatest possible sign of show of respect that Gareth Brilliant. can give you as a fellow gamer. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so, Guy, I'm not sure if, like me, you're watching the ending thinking, "I have no idea what's going on right now."
3: Um, I was a little bit confused. Um, yes. That I was a bit hungover at the time, and it was oh, about yeah. two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I didn't think I was. I didn't expect to complete it that night, and then the ending happened, and I was I just sort of got up without saying anything or really oh,
1: showing God. any emotion. Just turned the console off and went to sleep. Okay, so let's metaphorically sit around Gareth's knees, one on each one, not around his knees, but you can sit on his left knee, guy. I can sit on his right knee, like we're some kind of grandchildren of his, and allow him to now explain what was going on.
0: Okay, so...
1: And give us Werther's originals.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's a reasonable expectation. Okay, so... Just uh Oh god.
3: <laughs> oh, that's a worm as you're sucking on.
1: <laughs> Grandad, can you just hurry up and tell us about this game called Bioshock Infinite that you completed all those years ago?
0: Oh god. Uh, right, okay. Uh, right, so let's recap the ending, shall we?
1: Let's do that. <laughs>
0: So uh, Booker and Elizabeth uh, are sort of making their way towards Comstock's house and then Elizabeth gets taken by Songbird and then future Elizabeth pulls Booker from the past into the future to warn him about the future which is her destroying New York City and you get to see it all and it looks awesome and she sends you back with a note and then you go and rescue Elizabeth Uh, in the main timeline and hand her this note and she's like oh this is cool and then you find out this is the way to control Songbird on the note so then you rescue her and it's all cool and then you get control of Songbird and that's cool as well because then you get to control Songbird who's just kicking the shit out of Zeppelins left and right and it's awesome and then you get him to destroy the siphon which was absorbing all of Elizabeth's powers when she was a young child. And then when you destroy the siphon, you also destroy the thing you were controlling Songbird with. And you're like, shit, Elizabeth, Songbird's going to come and kill us! And oh then, dear. And then just before Songbird, like, eats your face, Elizabeth's like, nope, and teleports you away. And then you, uh, sort of wake up and in... Now you're this is in... where I got
1: confused.
0: Okay, so you wake up and you're in Rapture from Bioshock 1. And then Songbird is outside, and he's like underwater, getting crushed by the pressure, and he's all dying, and it's all sad. And Elizabeth's like, "Just die in peace."
1: Because she shifted him to the point
0: where you are now. Yeah, with you. She took you and him to a different. I guess it's a different universe. Um, Okay. Don't guess, Gareth. This is supposed to be (laughs) like the word, the final official, you know, fact. Well, my understanding is that Elizabeth Power, um, she can't just travel to somewhere else, like, in her universe, right? It always has to be cross the okay. universe or across time. Uh, uh, so she travels to the first Bioshock setting, Rapture, and then you're all like, well, this is awesome, look at all this Rapture shit. But yeah, then you're not there for hard- long. Yeah. Yeah. You're not there for long, you go up to the surface and there's a lighthouse and you go inside it, and then on the other side of the lighthouse is an infinite number of lighthouses yeah. stretching off as far as the eye can see in every direction, and Elizabeth's like, alright, so there's infinite number of universes, and now that I've got my power back from the siphon, I can sort of, I'm a god, and I can control all of space-time at once. Which
1: is nice to have.
0: It's a good power. This is yeah. impressive. <laughs>
1: it's a good power.
0: So she sort of, now she's got this crazy power. She's trying to help you discover what happened. Uh, and you see in Booker's past, him give up his child to pay off his gambling yeah. debts. Then
1: yeah. they're banging on the door.
0: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and then as Booker like rethinks his decision, like, no, I actually don't want to give up my child and he's chasing him down. They disappear in a hole in the wall. Yeah. And just as he gets there and grabs his child, he's yanking them back and forth. As uh, Evil Comstock pulls the child through the portal, it nicks the tip of her pinky finger off as the portal closes around it. And that's how. She's your daughter! She is. She's Booker's daughter. Oh my god. And she was stolen by Comstock. (gasps) Did you ever play Fallout? Uh, Not
1: Fallout, Fahrenheit? No. Well, there's a bit where David Cage, the director, is sitting there and talking to you. Um, I would like that at the end of most games, where Gareth <laughs> would just be like sitting on an armchair, and he'd be like, "Hi <laughs> guys, uh, just stroking his beard." Yeah, you seem to be a little confused there. Uh, let me just bring you up to uh, on the. I don't even think at the end. I think it could be like a special thing of the Xbox One called the, the Gareth Blade, and you kind of go, "Gareth Blade on," and it goes. <laughs> and then you're like at the corner and it goes hey you've called me I'm you must be stuck well (laughs) if you do this and that and it's actually your daughter at this point and you've lost her pinky finger so Gareth if you're up for that I think we should go ahead with it with Microsoft
0: Uh, yeah I'm sure they'd be well up for doing that to a game that's been out for over a year
1: (laughs) brilliant just go back to it no it could be not just that game Gareth it could be any game
0: Uh, every game yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, you're playing game. FIFA
1: 14 there. But, Have you do you know, I mean, if you press the RB button at the same time, you can do a, what we call a <laughs> finesse shot. Hi, I'm Gareth. Just call me when you need me again. Bye-bye. He, kind of like one of those hand signal people at the bottom of those death programs. You could be like one of those, just walk on the side of the screen. Hi, I'm Gareth Williams. Uh, sorry, <laughs> stop. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. But don't do it with hand motions. Xbox, snap picks.
3: Gareth. He hasn't even yeah. got to the most confusing part of the story yet. Okay, let's That's, go on. Okay, go
0: on. so you basically you find out Elizabeth has been your daughter all along, taken off you by Comstock. And does she know that
1: you're her dad?
0: At this point, she does because she's okay. like watching it all unfold with you. Um, and it's been sort of been wondering how she gets her powers all the way through the game, and it turns out it's because part of her pinky finger is still in that original universe, so she's like in two universes at once. So that gives oh. her all these crazy powers. Um yeah. could, I, could I
3: just ask? Could I just ask, is this available on audio tape?
0: Yes, you'll be able to download Excellent. this on Thursday. That's, I mean, not that's the audio whole tape, point. Is, is it? this I your want
3: first? Oh no. like a picture of you in like sort of CP on the front cover and like a little trumbly oh, yes. on the back. Old oh, fashioned a tape. tape, yeah, little cassette tape go yeah. down the library and rent it for two quid for like three days
1: I think I'm we should have, have this available on cassette tape for anyone <laughs> caught in trans dimensional limbo <laughs> you know because they could be in the 1930s and want to listen to us
0: okay Thank so you, Booker's like no wait that that didn't happen I have all these weird memories where I have to collect you and save you from rapture not rapture uh, Columbia and she's like no you just sort of invented those memories these are your actual memories. And then... You get taken back to where you were baptised after the war. And all these other Elizabeths appear after you saying like "We, I'm just going to go to Comstock and I'm going to smother him in his crib when he was a baby. So they take you back to the, uh, the baptism. And you find oh, out dear. you are Comstock. At the baptism, Comstock... Chose to get baptized and then became like a devout Christian and turned evil. Whereas your version of yourself, which is Booker DeWitt, chose not to get baptized and instead went off and did gambling and had a daughter. All that good stuff.
1: Oh, I see. You took the other side, you took the sexy route.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because like the the infinite universes theory basically states that, like, you know, every decision you could make, both um, sides of the decision happen. But in different universes, so every so decision just you've in one of them. yeah, every decision yeah. you've ever made, if you like, you know, if you pick left instead of right, in a, n- another universe you picked right and then you're like, oh my in. god, yeah. Tell me about the
1: fucking mindfuck. Yeah, because you think about it, guy. Literally, when you've come to a crossroad, you've always made the wrong decision. So there's <laughs> another guy with in another dimension <laughs> that's just having a really great time, and he just thinks. My luck yeah. is just incredible. <laughs> Everything I do is just fantastic. So that's kind of <laughs> what that means.
0: Yeah, I what watch mean? a lot of sci-fi, so I've seen this kind of thing before, alternate universes, where it's choices, all to you, Gareth. Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the point is, uh, Comstock was born, um, if you will, after this baptism. So all the Elizabeths, uh, they sort of make you realise that you are Comstock, and the only way to kill Comstock for good in every universe possible is to kill you before you become Comstock. Oh, yes. So they drown you before you can get baptised, uh, and then all the Elizabeths fade away. Um,
1: and they will have happily arrived, though.
0: Well, you think that, but then after oh, yes. the credits, you, uh, you get control again. Your guy wakes up, and you hear a noise in the room next to you, and you open the door, and Booker goes... Anna? And then the game just ends. So... Who's Anna? Anna is um, who Elizabeth was when she was a baby before she got stolen.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I hope that's cleared it up for everyone. It certainly cleared it up for me. Sort of. Uh, (laughs) Guy, it's cleared up for you. If anyone would like any other kind of services from Gareth, he is available 24-7, unless he's blocked you on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So what... Right. Wait, what? So... I've, all I've done now is just explain <laughs> what exactly happens at the ending. What do you guys yeah, think which about is it?
1: Nice. I think um, <clears throat> it all makes sense now, and you know, <laughs> all I needed was someone. Because I think once, if you're tired or you miss a little bit or your girlfriend's game, <laughs> when you're trying to play it, you do miss out some vital information. And you know, in the cold light of day, you're just sitting down with a few friends, having a beer and talking about it in the open is one of the best things to do, and kind of digest the information.
0: What about you, Guy?
3: On one hand, I think it was quite an info dump. Oh, yeah. The last sort of half, well, 20 minutes or so. Then on the other hand, it's sort of, without the combat there, it really, I think it's sort of, with nothing to distract you from the story, it's quite, oh, it was quite powerful, quite well done. Yeah, well. The way way it doesn't even leave, like, uh, first person, even when you're, like, drowning. And then there's that really subtle music in the background, yeah, and I was like, "No, so... is this really <laughs> happening?
0: <laughs> what? Like in my room, gargling? Did you, Garg, like, like did you like... understand it at the time? Did you know Booker was Comstock and Comstock was Booker and the?
3: Yeah, uh, well, I had a feeling that Booker might have been Comstock in a different universe, but I didn't realize it would be quite so.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, the main thing that sort of throws people off is the bit after the credits where, like, Booker wakes up again.
3: I don't think I even saw that bit.
1: No, I don't think
0: I did either. So you just thrown that in there is just uh, I, was, I was
3: trying to pretend you didn't say that. You could have basically just said, <laughs> "I just oh, he woke
1: up with a dildo in his arsehole, and <laughs> I would have just believed you because I just turned it off. <laughs> I think you're confusing uh,
3: the game with your own lifestyle. Ooh, Thank you very much, you guy. Shove things up your ass.
1: <laughs> I do. It's not up my ass. It's held by my bum <laughs> cheeks.
0: Yeah. So there's like a question: whether how can Booker wake up after the credits? if Booker was killed by Elizabeth earlier on? And that's the question. Is that explained in the DLC? No, the DLC is its own separate thing.
3: Oh, what? I'm glad I haven't seen that bit. I hate <laughs> games that leave stupid cliffhangers like that.
0: Well, here's the thing. I don't think it's a cliffhanger, because I have a theory. Oh, about, it. About... I have a theory.
3: Ken Levine knew he was going to close the studio soon after the game was released, so he thought he'd throw that in at the end just to piss everyone off. I didn't piss
0: everyone off, because I'm about to tell you why it makes perfect sense, guy.
3: Okay, alright. right.
0: Okay, so, Elizabeth and all the other Elizabeths convince Booker that he should drown before the baptism so that Comstock can never be created, right? That happens at the end of the game. Um... But, if Comstock was never created, then there's no Elizabeths to convince Booker to drown himself before Comstock was created. Do you see what I'm saying?
2: Oh, it's a I paradoxical had...
0: loop. It's a paradox, right? So what happens is, you know, Booker's life will continue on as normal up until the baptism, but then he can never pick the choice that would create Comstock because the Elizabeth created a paradox on that side of the choice. So there's no
1: paradox now?
0: No, the,
3: there is a... Uh, the, this is the paradox.
0: Yeah, like, the what was happening before with, like, you know, Comstock takes Booker's child, so Booker goes into the other dimension because of the Lutetas to go and get the child back. That's a loop. That's not a paradox. What the Elizabeths do is they create a paradox. And a paradox is, like, it's impossible. It can't occur. Um, but what Barashik Infinite does is it lets you experience a paradox firsthand um, from start to finish, even though it's impossible. Which is why it's such a cool game. Because um, I it's need to drink. It's yeah. never even been attempted before. <laughs> but you see, the whole point is, now Comstock is removed from existence because his existence creates a paradox which can't happen, it's oh. impossible. So any time the choice comes up in any of the universes for Booker to pick to get baptised or not baptised, he can't ever pick to be baptised. It's not knowing, he won't know why, But he can't be baptized and become Comstock. Because if he did, then that would create a paradox, which is impossible. So he will always pick But none of
3: that would ever happen if Comstock hadn't existed. So for Comstock to not exist, he must have existed at some point, which just makes which means it's just one of those time travel space stories that makes no sense.
0: No, there's a name for those paradoxes. Yeah, exactly.
3: And paradoxes don't make sense, they're impossible. So really it's just bullshit.
0: No. That's the beauty of the game. No, that's because not, Ken that's Levine not... said, I'm going to take something that is actually impossible for anyone to ever experience in the history of time, and I'm going to make you experience it. I'm going to make yeah, you experience a paradox. That's not,
3: that's... Yeah, but paradoxes just can't happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why um, <laughs> that's Comstock why it's can stupid. never be created.
3: <laughs> because it's like some to experience, and then, oh, paradox. Well, great.
0: But no, it's not trivial. It's just strange. like... that's the main, like, crux of the game is how do we prevent Comstock from ever existing? And the way the Elizabeths do it, because they're all knowing God, Gods of Universes and Time, they realise that they can do it by locking him inside a paradox. (sighs) By the way, when they do that, they're eliminating themselves from existence as well. This isn't like a, a coup that they get to live on as gods. Like, because if there's no Comstock, (laughs) there's no Elizabeth. So, it's like, you know, they're killing themselves to also eliminate Comstock from existence in a temporal paradox.
3: I think I preferred my vague, non-really understanding. Yeah,
0: I
1: think, because uh, <laughs> I'm going to go to bed now just thinking about it, and uh, it's not too good. I think my vague kind of explanation of, oh, that's weird, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> was uh, a lot better and helped uh, made my brain hurt a little bit less. But when someone implies knowledge on that upon me all at once... My brain kind of shuts off and says, Rob, don't listen. They're trying to hurt you. (laughs) And it's not no one's fault. It's just what I do in every kind of walk of life.
0: You're fine, Rob. You're fine. Everything's
1: fine. Thank you. That's all I needed to know. Okay, good.
4: There are loved ones in the glory Whose dear forms you often miss you close your earthly story. Will you join them in their bliss? Will the circle be unbroken by and by? By. Is a better home awaiting In the sky, in the sky In the joyous days of childhood Oft they told of wondrous love Pointed to the dying Savior Now they dwell with Him above Will the circle be unbroken By and by, by and by is a better home away in, in the sky. In the sky, you remember songs of heaven which you sang with childish voice. Do you love the hymns they taught you? Or are songs of earth your choice? Will the circle be unbroken by and by? is a better home awaiting in the sky in the sky you can picture The better Home awaiting In the sky In the sky One by one there Seats were emptied And one by one They went away Now the family Is parted Will it be Complete One day Will the circle Be unbroken By and by By and by Is a better Home awaiting In the sky, in the sky.
1: So on to Retro Game of the Week. To our section of the retro game of the week, um we had three choices. What did you choose, Guy? F0 Zero GX. And as usual, people just kind of look yep. past that and
0: go <laughs> <your> next one. <laughs> Gareth, your choice. Mine was Advance Wars Two. That you got the
3: same amount of votes as mine, and I didn't vote, so I'm going to vote now. Yes, I came second for a change.
0: Well done, Guy. What? I thought so you, you wanted Advance Wars to win.
3: Yeah, I did, but they didn't win, did they? So I've got to back my own my own horse when it fails. If I can make it not fail as much.
0: I don't think you get how horse racing works. For <laughs> starters. <laughs> you can't just post
1: humorously decide who you're going to bet on. Oh, i the one that felt, uh, was first. Yeah, the 50 grand on
3: the guy who came first. But the thing is, it's, yeah. not, it's not horse racing, is it? It's a poll on the internet, so fuck you.
0: Oh, he's getting Larry again. Oh, jeez. This oh. is why we need Rory back in to raid <laughs> him back. We keep, don't keep him down.
3: Yeah, well, without three, you're feeling more rebellious.
0: Well, quite, I to start turning. I bet
1: you did. Um, <laughs> 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 right, bye. I'm trying my hardest to be nice today because last week it was a bit emotional, you know? A bit emotion. Oh, And I don't want that to happen again. I'm actually sitting down now. I normally do the podcast standing up. But, you know, that kind of Bioshock explanation has slaps all the energy from my body just listening to it. You you stand there for like an hour and a half. Yes, I like standing. Because when I sit down uh, around this time of night I eventually find that I start to get tired and um, I become quite lethargic um, which doesn't help let me deliver the podcast with the same enthusiasm and energy that I usually do. But the winner was this week, guys... Streets of Rage 2, which is a game that nestles so deeply in my heart um, I've completed it on various formats, and if anyone ever says what's one of your favourite games ever I have to say it's Streets of Rage 2 and I'll tell you why if you don't mind. Go for it. Basically, um, Streets of Rage universe exists in a paradox of things that... (laughs) uh, uh, No, I'm only joking. Uh, Streets of Rage 2, luckily and thankfully, is a lot more uh, plain sailing than... Uh, Bioshock Infinite. It's about a man called Axel Stone and Axel he works for his local police department and you know what? He's got a partner named Blaze who basically dresses as a prostitute. I don't know if she's in Vice. Um, And Basically what happens is there's a bad man called Mr X and Mr X has all of his goons and his goons go from left to right of the screen and right left walking towards you and you fight them you're also helped by the police force and another person in your police team by the name of adam but that's streets of rage one in streets of rage two adam is kidnapped uh and you enlist the help of um adams i think is his brother or his cousin uh max who's the big guy and uh skate who i believe is his nephew um it was one of the, it was, Obviously, I played Streets of Rage 1 first. Uh, soundtrack, top-notch. Graphics, top-notch. Gameplay, top-notch. Streets of Rage 2 came out, and I remember my uncle, a bit drunk. Um, he lent me the money to then go and rent it from my local newsagents, who did rent games back then. And I was just besotted with this game. And uh, I used to love it, and I used to read the um, comic strips in Sonic the Comic. I don't know if either of you ever got that. I think we spoke about this before. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Yeah. but um, yeah, I was just mad about Streets of Rage. And there's been remakes, and I've followed it online, and there's a fan page. And I don't know what it is about Streets of Rage. I think it's just, again, it's all about nostalgia. Um, Like I say, the gameplay was so tight. The music that he got out of that 16 bit audio chip, I forget the guy's name, but he's, I think he's saying Yazoo Yagazaki or something, Mm -hmm. who done all the music. Mm was absolutely fantastic. And the Streets of Rage series as a whole, I really think they are the best side-scrolling beat-em-ups. I've had a few words with people on Facebook uh, and whatever talking about what they're like, Double Dragon, Final Fight. But I truly think that Streets of Rage, it's just got this really good feeling to it and you can play it with your friends. And, you know, I don't think it would hold up particularly well today if you gave it uh, to someone that never played it before. But I just get so much nostalgia, especially with the themes and the music in it, um, that it just brings it all flooding back. Uh, I don't know if either of
0: you have played it. I have.
2: What
0: <sighs> do you think? Did you like it? Well, I, I was going to ask uh, at the start, but you kind of answered my question anyway, because I knew I'd played A Streets of Rage game, but I wasn't sure if I would played one or two. So I was going to ask if two was the one with the girl in it who's on roller skates but then you that's ask that's not that. a girl that's skate and he goes Ooh, he, he. is it uh yeah i remember it as a girl okay either way yes i've played street race 2 because that's the one i played and i always played the person with roller skates cuz they did like a sick roller skate backflip yeah. oh hello
1: i'm still here i just oh. asked my wonderful girlfriend for a cup of water and she quite happily gave it to me let me just drink it Oh, uh, okay <laughs> Thank you. Right, so I feel better now. I was just kind of like a dried orphan on the side of my my wardrobe just passing out. Um, sorry, dried orphan. You know what one of those are, yeah. guys. Yeah? Stop trying to be cool. So <laughs> anyway, the soundtrack, everything's brilliant. Um, it felt, felt great. It was hard. It was challenging. And it's known as Bare Knuckle in uh, Japan. Um, and one of... Um, because the sound chip weren't very good for vocals, you would hear a lot of things. But over the years, as I've got older, I've, I've noticed that one of Skate's special moves is where he jumps up in the air and spins. Mm. It's called corkscrew kick. <laughs> um, which is pretty good. Anyone that plays Streets of Rage 2 will know that sound. And also, one of uh, Axel's special moves, he goes bare knuckle, bare knuckle, bare knuckle. Bare knuckle. <laughs> But, obviously, on the Mega Drive, it sounded like, You know what I mean? We've spoken about this before. Yeah. But, yeah, that's quite good. Um, Blaze was very sexy. She was one of my first, um, one of the first people I fell in love with. But, yeah, it's just the memories associated with Streets of Rage. Like I say, Streets of Rage was the first game I ever played. Uh, spoke about that when my dad was playing Meatloaf on his grand piano oh, <laughs> in yeah. the front room on that Christmas. But, um Guy, if you've never played it, download the Streets of Rage collection on Xbox Live Arcade. I think okay, it's on just... PSN as well. Okay, I'll have a look on PSN.
3: If <laughs> not, not now. If not,
1: get an emulator. Oh. Uh, um, emulators. <laughs> I'm kind of stuck between worlds of emulators. Uh, but, you know, go for it, Guy. Go for it. Have you ever played it, Guy?
3: No. Of course not.
1: I need you to play it, and I need you to tell me <laughs> if it is actually good. Because I think it was... Released today as an Xbox Live arcade game, brand new that no one had ever played, with slightly enhanced graphics, it'd still be a fun game to play. It'd be fun, yeah. yeah.
0: Is there yeah. um is there a button where when you press it, police cars come and then they shoot things with artillery? Or did That's I Streets of that? Rage One. Okay, okay.
1: And it goes like this. <laughs> and the people go "Ah, ah, ah," and the women go when they die they go which was quite nice but anyway that's enough of me reminiscing about my past quite uh, menacingly as we talk about what we've been playing this week Let's start off with obviously Guy Whitlock <laughs> with his exclusive review and as he speaks to you about how he has been enjoying South Park the Stick of Truth now he hasn't just been playing it over the weekend he actually booked Friday off specifically to play this fantastic game so Guy tell us your thoughts what you feel obviously you've completed it by now but try not to give away the ending um, I why would you on. do this well obviously people that may not be members of the Facebook group well, to listen to this. and I think there are a few who will not know the context in which we're speaking and they're just listening to you crying and they don't <laughs> probably realise what's going on so if you'd like to just fill them in uh, that would be excellent
3: well my copy of South Park was dispatched first class Wednesday morning in the Royal Mail and it never came should have come Thursday or Friday at the latest and it never came or it came when someone nicked it
1: you threw wild accusations around didn't you guy
3: I'm one hundred percent certain Yeah that it has definitely been stolen. Yeah by the same person that steals my food every day in this horrific abomination of a house.
1: Guy, I'd like you to come so... and live with me.
3: No thanks. <laughs> Rude. I, I, don't wanna, I don't wanna I don't want to end up being
1: clenched by your butt cheeks. <laughs> that's quite nice. But the thing is people say that, but if you actually clench your bum cheeks, it causes the um the sphincter to retract. So you couldn't really hold anything in the sphincter anyway. I remember that guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so and so, it's now what four, four days later, five days later, it still hasn't come. So I'm going to well, have to wait fifteen days and then report it lost.
1: That's a shame. Um, I did feel sorry for you, but then I see pictures on Facebook of you out with your friends drinking. So you know, I, I don't feel sorry for you anymore because you chose to go out drinking rather than just buy another copy. <laughs> Why would I buy two copies? Because you can get a refund from shop two and yeah. then get uh, South Park now. You can't have wanted it that much.
3: I don't know whether you can get a refund when it when it's just disappears in the post. Can you? you have to wait like 15 days and even then they can still... If they, they, they've definitely dispatched it. They're going to want it returned or something. won't just give you your money back. Well,
1: not if you yeah. can't find where it is, guys. That's the whole point. <laughs> Oh, I don't know where it is. Oh, can you, uh, can you send it back to us? <laughs> yeah, of course I can. Well, it, well, so only what co- only co- it only
3: cost me 28 quid, and I'm not going to go out and spend, get a refund on that and then spend
1: £30 pounds more buying
3: it from game.
1: I, I actually
3: sat, I'm not I made of money. I literally can't afford to spend £40 pound on it. Well, I could I if that's... I didn't have a life,
0: but I'm Why? not you.
2: Well, you I like having life. a life. You've got to so ask, ask the back. question,
0: Guy. How much is a testicle really worth?
2: Yeah.
0: Bollocks.
3: Hey. Well, that wasn't even... <laughs> that was Bollocks are <laughs> so the whole... The whole testicle thing, but...
1: Right, guys, so that It just what sounds like I was playing, just saying different
3: words for it.
1: That's what you say all the time.
3: It is, yeah. That's
1: what you say all the time. You're just saying words, and they sort of sometimes make sense. <laughs> sometimes they don't. But what have you been playing, Guy, Whitlock?
3: <clears throat> um, still been playing Gran Turismo 6. Played it loads to try and get all the events finished before South Park came... Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Um, I've been playing some Black Ops 2.
2: Obviously. Uh, <laughs> playing boring,
3: s- yeah. try, try playing Skyrim. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, you lucky
1: thing.
3: Nope, Gareth, that's don't. going to try think.
1: and draw us into an argument. <laughs> I'm
3: not, because it's what about, about people having opinions. Okay,
1: what was your opinion? You, uh,
3: my opinion is Oblivion is better. I mean, and admittedly, admittedly, admittedly it's the PS3 version of Skyrim, which means it's near enough unplayable due to the horrible frame rate okay uh, like it gives you it literally gives you a headache um so that was a bad experience but i played it for about four five hours and i just well no i didn't that's a lie i played it for about two and a half hours and it was just boring the shit out of me so i stopped playing it
1: excellent i will not be uh i will not rise to your bait But <laughs> no, it's not I'll bait. i think saying, it's awful but... i think
3: skyrim is so much okay. worse than oblivion i'm just saying i the don't skyrim think it's an
1: awful game
3: I'm not Sorry, saying it's an awful game, I'm saying in my opinion... I prefer you,
0: did, you did just call it awful.
1: Yes!
3: Did I, oh, okay, I meant in my opinion. I personally <laughs> find it to be an awful game.
1: Yes!
2: Oh,
0: Gareth, look, I'm rising
1: I'm to not it saying, now. Don't yeah.
0: just, just ignore him. Everything's <laughs> not, fine. It's I'm all fine. It Remember, episode 9 and everything's fine. Just got to it, keep remembering. Fine. Guys, it's fine. fine.
3: I'm, it, I'm not saying it is an awful game, I'm saying I don't like it and I personally think it's awful. I respect,
2: so
0: it, I respect your pain.
3: opinion. I respect your opinion that it's not awful. You don't respect my opinion that it's awful, but that's fine. This doesn't no. have to work both ways. Respect doesn't have to work both ways. That's not the way it works. Never um, does. Nope. Because people are dicks like you. Um, Thank but, you very much, Guy. That so was I, an
2: unprovoked uh, so, attack. <laughs> <laughs> unprovoked
3: attack? I haven't provoked time. You. No, no, I know no. you. Broke me last week.
1: I broke you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did, and you and you know you you, you did also break me, but you've come through it, guy. And I'm very proud of you. And you're a better. I also person. played
3: brothers brothers uh, tale of two sons a bit, which was quite good. But my controller wasn't working properly, so oh
0: whatever. Gareth, <laughs> what, what have you been playing this week, mate? Uh, I I played uh, quite a lot of League of Legends. Yes. Uh... Who did you main as? <laughs> <laughs> so I've been playing... this yeah, I've been playing as randoms just to past time uh and then i jumped into diablo 3 because they pratched it getting ready for the new expansion to come out and i wanted to see what was new so i leapt into that for a while and did you enjoy what was new uh yeah they really nerfed my character though i play as the wizard Um, yeah yeah, i one of her well i say her because i picked the woman wizard and one of her main skills um resets your cooldowns when you got a crit, a critical hit. Um, But they took that out because it was too powerful. Like, every time you did a critical hit, your cooldowns would go down. And she has a few abilities that uh, cost no mana, but they're quite good. So you have, like, there's one that will freeze all enemies around you. You have one that will protect you from damage. And then the one that freezes enemies around you, you can add a thing to it to if you freeze five enemies, you get a critical hit, so that feeds back in. And it just turned out like, if you were playing the wizard on the hardest difficulty modes, you only could do this one way of beating the game, which is to stack as much critical as you could, and then just spam these cheap spells that would freeze everything. So they took that out, and edited almost all of the wizard skills in some way. So, I just spent which is hours... disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Spent hours trying out all the different skills. Um, and they changed the loot in that game as well. Um, because they took the auction house out. Uh, but I've not. Well, found people them.
1: abusing the auction house.
0: Yeah, well, it was kind of the only way you could do well on the higher difficulties because it was so hard to farm good items. Yeah. That it was just easier to just buy them off the auction house, um, which is what I was doing quite a lot when the game came out. Yeah. And that was funny in its own way, because, you know, everyone loves bargain hunting.
1: Like, um, from,
0: what's his name? Dave? David Dickinson. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Um cheap, cheap as chips. That's my impression. Cheap
1: as chips, mate. Cheap as chips. <laughs> now, um, <clears throat> me, what have I been playing? What's what a question? question. Um, I've been playing a little-known game called South Park The Stick of Truth. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if I bought it purely for my hatred out of Guy, um, <laughs> because I wasn't going to get it, because I've never played RPGs, they're not my kind of thing, And uh, but as soon as like Guy was getting more and more upset, it made it more and more appealing for me to buy, um,
2: <clears throat>
1: to the point where, you know, when he was getting really stressed, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to just put my trousers on and go and get it now. I didn't have to, like, literally, I was having a good day, I was just sitting there watching TV, but the thought of him not being able to have it uh, just filled me with such joy. Uh, <laughs> I'm quite a bit a person, um, so, literally, I've put it on, not expecting to enjoy it too much, uh, but I actually really do like it, and it, it's kind of like entry-level RPG, mm. um, because someone like me who hasn't got a background in RPG gaming, uh, it can be quite daunting when you uh, try playing Final Fantasy, the demo, a few weeks ago.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, all the talk that was going on was pretty crap. Um, not that the game's crap. Obviously, if you like Final Fantasy, that's up to you. Mm. Um, but this really is an entry-level RPG, and it feels like you're learning along with the game. It's done in a very childish way. Um the levelling up system's quite easy. It's similar to like something like Skyrim. Um, you get different weapons. The humour's funny. I like the show as it is. And, you know, even my girlfriend, who's not into games, she'd come home and I said, oh, I'm just going to put FIFA on. And she said, well, can't you play South Park? Because she actually likes watching it.
2: Yeah. And
1: she she'll get in on the game with me because she'll say, oh, you need to use a magic spell. You need to do this or try and use that. And, you know, it's really well done, really well told. And I think a lot of people worried that it was going to turn out to be a bit of a joke, Mm. um, a bit of a mess of a game. But it's South Park, um, an imaginary world, but then you're kind of living in this imaginary sort of world that the children have created and being mages and things like that. And Cartman's the main mage. Um, It's a bit simplistic when exploring the world, but it's just finding those kind of... Uh, things that to remind you of South Park and all the little Easter eggs. Uh-huh. And it does pay homage to the series a lot. And like I say, I think if you're a deep, deep RPG snob and you go, well, the critical hood of plus two because I had a rebuff <laughs> on and I was in a certain stance doesn't preclude <laughs> me from doing that in that way. I don't think you'll enjoy it as much. <clears throat> but if you go into it as kind of Fisher-Price, my first RPG then I think you'll get get a lot from it. It's not so much about the com, uh, combat. It's not really that complex, but it's just enjoyable. And I never really found myself getting frustrated or getting angry because I didn't uh, do a certain thing. I, I just wanted to think about the story a little bit more, see what was coming up next, because it is genuinely interesting. And, you know, some of the battles, they're hard, but you, you always feel that you could do better. And I've had to learn as I go along. And it starts off at quite a slow pace, which is quite good as well. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Is there anything you'd like to know, Guy?
3: No.
0: I've got questions. Okay. Of course you have. (laughs) Um, So, I'm not the biggest fan of South Park the show. Will I still be able to enjoy it if I play it? Dragon? I don't think so. Really? Um, And I'll
1: say that because... Are you really into RPGs and stuff? Uh,
0: Well... I've played them. I enjoy them.
3: Have but... you played Paper Mario? Uh, uh, the, the original ones or Super Mario RPG? Or...
0: No, but I, I know no. I know the sort of game they are. They're sort of my first RPG as well, aren't they? Yeah, and that's what I'm yeah. saying.
1: If you're looking for something with depth, then you're not going to find it there. Okay. But if you, if you don't mind the lack of depth, then if you love the show, then you're going to find something there to keep you carrying on, if you know what I mean. Right. Whereas I think if you're a proper old school RPG person, but you love South Park, you'll just kind of play it on automatic pilot
2: mm-hmm. and you'll
1: just go through it like it's nobody's business. But um, <clears throat> there's a lot of nods to the shows. It's quite funny. And I suppose you could kind of play it on its own merit as a video game, because I think the story is original. You don't need mm-hmm. to know the members. You know, everyone knows who Carmen is. Everyone knows who Kenny is. You know, they're not deep complex characters you know you can pretty much sum them up
0: um of course yeah i've i've watched the show i don't hate the show i just i'm i never found it to be as amazing as other people Uh,
1: well that's the thing it's like south park i always when i get the box sets i've got all the box sets here up to about season 12 what series season are we on now guy 17
3: 16 or 17 i think is
1: yeah that's what i say so i'm a little bit behind but You'll always find that there's a few really good standout episodes, like the World of Warcraft one being an example, <laughs> and then some of them are quite um, they're not very good. And you know, it's it's I don't know what it is, but it seems that they focus on maybe three episodes a season that are real standouts, and the rest kind of you can't really remember what they were. I don't know if you find that guy.
3: Um, I think there are some not great ones, but. I think the last season in particular had a lot of downs, and but the, the good ones in the newest season are excellent. Yeah. The, have you seen the uh, red, the sort of Game of Thrones Xbox One PS4 sort of trilogy of episodes? No, I haven't. That's, that's they I mean. are like they're um, pretty much considered to be the best episodes since the sort of Imagination Land type thing. Wow, well, yeah. very very good, and it leads into the Stick of Truth as well. So that is actually still relevant to this conversation. Um, there's a mention of it. At the end of those episodes, at the end of the season, they like led it to pretty much lead straight into the game.
1: Oh yeah,
3: which is was a nice, nice touch.
1: Breaking. Down and when I was looking
3: floor. forward to seeing how they connected uh, on Friday, but you know, you win some, you lose some testicles.
0: You do. So yeah, but um, like I say, I
1: do, I did enjoy it. Well, I say I did. I'm still playing it. Um, it's a, it's a, it really is a good game. Um, but I, I would say for someone like you, Gareth, is either rent it or wait till it comes down to about £20. Then I think there's enough laughs in there, even mm-hmm. if you're not a great fan of the show or the RPG system still... Well, I can't really talk on the RPG system because I find it good and I really enjoy it. But at the same time, someone who's an RPG veteran might kind of be used to all this stuff. Like, I didn't know that, like, obviously, Butler's has got a power where he can heal you. Right. And then Kenny's got a different power. And all that's kind of new to me because I don't know the sort of different classes and what they do. Whereas someone will go, yeah, yeah, that's old school. You know, he's been doing that since the beginning of time. But I think I played Final (laughs) Fantasy X uh, up until that moment where you fight Sin on top of a mountain and I couldn't get past it. Um, And that's the only RPG I've ever played. Right, okay. But yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. Um, Big games coming out in the next few weeks, such as Titanfall, um, the Ninja Gaiden. Dark Souls uh, 2. Dark Souls 2. You know, that's going to be some pretty good stuff. But. You eating your right test would actually fit in with the South
3: Park theme next week. Oh, you've already decided. No, I've just decided. Everything good. I say will be related to South Park oh. because that's going to be amazing.
1: And you would have played it by then, wouldn't
2: you? I'll
3: have, I'll have completed it by then. No. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, if I haven't completed it by next week, I will also my white right testicle live on
4: air.
1: Testicle eating. You may have thought we'd forgotten, but we haven't. Um, I'm sure Gareth, during his editing skills, will add a few choice phrases from Guy last week. <clears throat> now, Guy has done a lot of stupid things in his life that he probably regrets, chief among them being the sperm that won the race to the egg and managing <laughs> sp- <laughs> wow. and managing to finish fertilising it
4: remembering wow. to breathe
1: in and out to keep his brain sufficiently supplied with oxygen so he can maintain his life, and finally waking up in the morning. But if there is one mistake that Guy is stupidly <sighs> made, promising live on air last week that if he didn't complete South Park, the sick of truth, by today, he would eat his own testicle, you may be listening to this right now thinking, what's the big deal? It's not like he needs them after all. What's he going to do with them anyway? Yeah, for what, producing... happened
3: to, what happened to
1: Whitlock Week? Alright, oh, mate, don't get right. testy. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> hey, you're the one that started on me, guy, and I'm not backing no, out. I didn't start on you. I just said Skyrim wasn't very good. That's all. You called said. me a dick a few times because yeah. you are a dick. There we what? go. And there again, in right. <clears clears throat> fact is different to being a dick. Well, what's the big deal? It's not like he needs them after all. What's he going to do with them anyway? They're for producing sperm. And the fact is, right now, all he does is shoot it into socks. I think by eating his testicle, or even both, he would be doing himself and any future generations of prospective Whitlock offspring a favour of not being included in the shame of his ancestry. And you would be right. But whilst it may not be of great importance, the fact that he did promise to do it means that, by law, he is obliged to undertake his statement of intent. I was there... I witnessed as he said those words, and myself and Gareth do not want to be accomplices to his lying. So, Guy, we now give you the stage. Remember, if happening. you do not do it, people will happening. think less of you, than they already That's do. That's fine. Can
3: you because, imagine that? I, I can't. Well, yes, I can imagine that, and I don't really care.
2: Oh,
1: Guy, you're saying on. you don't care about the opinions. I'm of saying
3: others. I'm not even gonna try and stage anything just because you were just so ridiculously fucking twatty just then. <laughs>
1: Do you know what, guys? You are such
3: a massive fuck job that I'm just not even going to bother.
1: Do you know what? If you don't do this, you're going to look like such an idiot.
3: <laughs> that's fine. I look like an idiot anyway. And you, you fucking go out your way to make me look like an idiot. So it doesn't matter. I
1: don't. You, you, you fired, as Gareth would say, you fired the shots first. Yeah. Shots fired. That's what he says sometimes.
0: I've said that's that his, before in my life. That's his slogan. If you don't do this, guy... Then the fact that you don't keep promises is going to be uh, pubic knowledge and uh, p- uh, public. public public knowledge. Sorry, guy. I'm just well. You can live with only one.
1: Like you can literally still <laughs> produce sperm should you ever want to impregnate someone. Sack up! Come on, guy, 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 <laughs> guy. <laughs> guy, you're not going to do it either. Oh, he's thinking about it. Or has he done it and passed out? <laughs> what <the fuck>? Maybe. <laughs> oh, Guy? He's,
0: up. he's got his mouth full, man. Oh, yeah. All right, well, should we end it there, then? Seeing as guys, I think we should. Guy's hopefully, trying to swallow a ball right now.
1: And, and they're his own for once. Um, basically, <laughs> oh what God. we're going to do is hopefully Guy hasn't died through blood loss... <laughs> Um, I think he, he is kind of someone that would bow to peer pressure, don't you think, Gareth?
0: Uh, oh, yeah, definitely.
1: And I would hate to see, like, you know, because all that stuff that happened with, what are those websites where people have been bullying each other on? Facebook. <laughs> no, it's not Facebook. There was one, Ask ask FM or something, wasn't it? Oh, ask. yeah, yeah. yeah I hope that we're not in the papers as, like, two people that have bullied someone over Skype to remove their own testicles <laughs> and then eat them. So if you see us on the front of the Sun newspaper in the next few days, uh, because uh, we
0: forced someone into eating their own testicles, we're sorry. Um, in, the, in fairness, nobody forced him to say he was going to eat his own testicles. He volunteered uh, I, that.
1: that. When the prosecution listens to our podcast back, they'll realise it's not such a great loss anyway. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you fancy taking over Guy's spot on the Game Central Lives podcast... Uh, for the foreseeable future, then uh, just let us know. Um, rest in peace, Guy. Um, I've got a feeling that he might actually be on the floor in a pool of blood holding his testicle. <laughs> what are you I don't know, because that's the way I feel when I conjure that image in my mind, which is probably wrong.
0: <laughs> just in the fetal position, scrunched yeah. up in a ball.
1: Like Candyman. Have you ever seen Candyman?
0: Uh, no, but I'm glad I haven't. <laughs> if no, but there's happens. a child
1: who gets his uh, testicles chopped off in a toilet. Oh, so it's, like, it's like
0: a documentary of this exact situation there.
1: Yeah, but then he didn't say that he'd eat his own testicle if uh, he didn't complete South Park. Oh, okay.
0: Well, you know, some yeah. details have to be changed to protect the subject.
1: Guy was all right, though, really, wasn't he? He, was... he could be a bit of a dick, but <laughs> I think we could all be that, couldn't we? And, you know, I think that someone that thinks Oblivion's better than Skyrim is probably it's probably best that he doesn't contaminate the gene pool. Because, you know, he'd probably tell his children that, wouldn't he? And get them to believe
0: the same thing
1: and radicalise them.
0: Yeah, even if he does survive, at least he won't be having any kids. I mean...
1: No, that's the thing. And, um, I mean, if you can try and think of your favourite guy moment, do you have one? Uh,
0: this one? This one, yeah. where he, chewed, he gnawed his own bollock off live on air, and then died a bloody death <laughs> when he ruptured his artery.
1: Um, you know, do you think he's covered in semen as well? <laughs> I think he was before we even started. <laughs> at least it's his own this time. Uh, but there anyway, rest in peace, guy. Um, you know, maybe he's got some form of ambulance by his side right now, trying to resuscitate him. Um, and we'll speak next week. Uh, it's been a great time having you on the show as usual, Gareth. Uh, it's been fine. It has been fine. I think that is the word that we can use. Yeah. But one person that isn't fine. Is fine is Guy Whitlock, and we uh, wish him all the best. And send your get well soon cards to whatever hospital he ends up in. And uh, that's it for this week's Game Central podcast. We'll see you next week for 10. i just got to find out what rhymes with 10. <laughs> All right, so that'll take me a week, and I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye.
3: I bet you, if I haven't completed it by next week, I will also do my right testicle live on air.